Our guest for this episode is Amy Pence-Brown. She's a body image activist, writer, artist, public speaker, and self-described radical Idahoan based in Boise, Idaho. Welcome to episode two of Five Questions, the show where we interview activists and advocates about the work they do and why they do it. us a little bit about who you are. My name is uh, Amy Pence Brown, and I am a fat feminist mother, artist, writer, and body image activist uh, based in Boise, Idaho. I have, um, among other things, but that's my main um, sort of calling in life, those things, and I have been doing them for about a decade now. Uh, and I also run the Boise Rad Fat Collective, which is a body positive Facebook group and in real life group with about 2,200 people from not only Idaho, but all over the world. And I am the leader and organizer and creator of a couple of body image camps called Rad Camp for women and another one for teens and also a workshop for young girls on body image as well. I do lots of public speaking on this sort of thing and a lot of teaching and educating. And also I do that through my art and activism. Well, what can you tell us about where you're from? What's your backstory like? Uh, about 10 years ago, as I mentioned, a decade ago, I was um, a little over that, I guess. Uh, I was a young mother, feminist mother of two daughters, and I was done hating my body at that point. And I knew that there had to be a better way and a different way um, to raise my daughters than the sort of misogynistic body shame filled society that I had grown up in. So I googled the words, why am I fat and happy? Because I literally knew no one else in real life who felt the same way as I did. And it led me down this rabbit hole of the history of the fat acceptance movement, later called body positivity, um, the body positivity movement. And it led me to books and blogs and Tumblr feeds and artists that forever changed my life. And I spent the next three years reading and reading and reading some more, really educating myself on the history of bodies and beauty standards and those who came before me and folks who were working in that area. Uh, now, then, and what I was feeling and learning about bodies and how there might be a new way and a better way to live than I'd been taught started showing up more and more coming out of my mouth, showing up in my writing and art and on my Facebook wall. And it was really met with some extraordinary pushback and continues to be actually from those I know and love to strangers and trolls and people on the Internet. I think this is true for women who live in the public eye of any sort, but especially for fat women who love themselves as they are and encourage others to do the same. And I had learned as a teenager that my body was a political vessel. And I started then um, to use it as a canvas for my art and activism, which I continue to do now. Over the years, I've done several performance art, art pieces geared around bodies in Boise. And they've received mixed reviews, really, from hateful to positive. And about four years ago now, I tried a little performance 
piece in a black bikini with a blindfold and markers at the Capital City Public Market, one of our big farmer's markets here, um, with a chalkboard sign that I wrote that I laid at my feet that read, I'm standing for anyone who has ever suffered from a self-esteem issue like me because all bodies are valuable. To support self-acceptance, draw a heart on my body. And much to my surprise, it was an hour that was filled with the most sort of overwhelmingly emotional humanity and kindness and compassion imaginable. As people from all walks of life not only participated in my project, but really changed it in extraordinary ways and, and made it their own. I wrote a little blog post about it, and I had a photographer on site that day secretly taking photos of the event, and we turned some of those photos into an iMovie. Uh, that went viral uh, for the best possible reasons. In fact, really, really viral all over the world. It's been seen over 200 million times to date. And it was then that I was really handed a microphone on major media from all over the world. Um, and it seems that they liked what I have to say about bodies because I've not let go since. And I keep talking about them. Now, what else can you tell me about what you do in your in your activism work? I encourage people, and women especially, to think really hard about whether or not losing weight is their life's purpose um, in a lot of ways. For me, hating myself, exercising out of shame rather than loving my body, being fearful of rather than enjoying food, put me for years in a constant battle with myself and waging a war against my body that I never wanted to fight. It caused so much emotional strain, mental anguish, and trauma, not to mention so much time and energy wasted, um, that I now spend loving and learning and teaching and speaking out and standing up and changing the world for the better. And I have um, been honored to be able to help other people find that freedom themselves. Anything else to add on to why you do what you do? Yeah, I really do feel like uh, I would like. I grew up in this sort of diet culture, obsessed culture, like the rest of us have, and have found extraordinary freedom and have found so much more time to dedicate to more valuable things in this world. And that my body is in fact a vessel to do these things. And we only get one life and one body and making the best of it rather than fighting it has been such a game changer for me. And I've seen it change so many other people's lives too. And I think I mentioned that it was really inspired by my children. Originally, I always say that motherhood made me an activist uh, because I wanted them to grow up in a different world than I did. And it has extended to not only my children, but other people's children and their parents um, as well. And I uh, really sort of accidentally became this... Uh, sort of really well-known icon in a lot of ways. I have a lot of followers and a lot of fans who are really inspired by me just uh, just showing up and living life in the body that I have and doing the work that I do at the grassroots level, which is really, really important to me as well. Making change here, one person at a time. And I think that I'm a good example of one person, how one person can plant seeds and make change. Um, in a small way that can ripple out into making major waves. And how do you do it? Now you talked a little bit about some trolls that you've had to, uh, you, that you've had experience with and some other difficulties, 
Um, how do you power through that? How do you continue doing the work and, and stay so positive? I uh, have a lot of experience now, having done this work for about a decade, I have a lot of experience with trolls and have realized, <clears throat> luckily, early on, um, that when people say mean things or hurtful things, uh, that it has more to do with them and their own biases and insecurities than it has to do with me. It's also helped me develop really thick skin. Um, so a lot of that sort of bounces off of me. Uh, luckily, I do think there is a lot of pushback, um, not just with trolls, but in real life. I've had protesters and uh, hateful, hurtful things happen to my family. Thing, I have had friends and family, um, extended family, who are not fans of my work. And that pushback has probably been the hardest. And I think um, that it makes people angry sometimes, you know, when they've invested so much time into changing their bodies, so much energy into upholding beauty standards and um, sort of learned their whole lives that their value comes from what they look like and what size they are. And somebody comes in and tells you that that's maybe not true um, or it doesn't have to be true and um, sort of opts out of the game altogether, like I have, it can make people, especially women, angry, and rightfully so. I'm perhaps not the person they should be angry at, but um, they should be angry about um, our culture. And so they really do uh, all of these sort of negative comments or, or troll from trolls or people I know or other, all this pushback really does fuel my fire. I know uh, that's extraordinarily different than a lot of people. A lot of people would be, you know, upset and worried and terrified and, and sad, and it would stop them or, or make them pause. Um, what they are doing, it does, it does sort of the opposite effect for me. So it pushes me to stand up more and to make more change and just sort of adds... Um, to just more evidence to why this is so necessary and, and why we need to keep moving forward and how much more work there is to do. And um, I like to do it in a very positive way. I would say um, there's a lot of negative connotations around the word activist and around the word feminist as well, um, that people think that you're like an angry, man-hating person who, you know, chains themselves to a fence and screams things, um, which is not entirely true. Not that, that, um, people don't do those things and not that those, and not to say that those things can't be powerful and, and important, um, and valuable, but they're just not the tools that I use usually. So I try to teach camps and classes and I do a lot of public speaking. I'm invited to give a lot of workshops, um, and keynote lectures and, um, guest speaking at college classes and all the way down to kindergarten classes, actually. Um, and I use a number of things. I use art and I use um, uh, books and I use play and I use my body as a canvas as well. And I use social media as a pretty important tool in the revolution too. So all of those things together, I think I I, I try to tell stories through my work and I try to use my own stories and pictures and, and photographs as all tools in this revolution, this body positive revolution. 
Well, thank you for sharing that. Uh, I'd like to hone in real quick on, you said that you had done a program with um, some very young children before. What was that kind of experience like as compared to, say, working in an environment with, you know, college students? I talk about very much the same things, surprisingly. I think most people would be surprised by that. But of course, uh, on a much different level, you know, academic and maturity wise. So with littlest kids, one of my, my favorite things to do is to read books. And I use books actually with all people I talk to. Um, but there are a handful of, uh, pretty great kids books, picture books on bodies and differences and diversity and sort of being different and, ex and embracing your uniqueness. And I often read the book to them and then we, it ignites a really great discussion about what's pretty special about our own bodies and how different our bodies are and how much their bodies have changed from when they were born, you know, at seven pounds and two feet long to say the time they're six, they've grown in exceptional ways and how that will continue throughout their whole life. And, um, we sometimes use art too. I use, we make art and I like to say that everyone is an artist. My own art is rather imperfect and I like it that way. And I think that it's nice to help people, um, express themselves through art and little from the littlest kids to the biggest. So sometimes we do that too. Well, thank you for sharing all that information. Um, I really appreciate you being on here today to talk with me about the work that you do. Um, do you have any closing thoughts that you'd like to share at this time? You can um, find me all over social media. I mentioned that I use that as a pretty important tool in uh, my body positive work. I would love to have you follow me. I have a public figure Facebook page, Amy Pence Brown, writer, artist, body image activist. Um, you can find me on Instagram as well. It's one of my favorite platforms at Idaho Amy or under my name, Amy Pence Brown. My website is amypencebrown.com. And I always have fun things coming up. Um, everyone is invited, all genders and sizes and locales are invited to join the Boise Rad Fat Collective on Facebook. It is full right now. We have a waiting list, a bit of a queue because I've capped that group to keep it intimate and safe, but you're welcome to join the waiting list. It's one of the most positive and uplifting places on the internet. Um, I have fun things coming up, including a workshop for girls called Be Rad, Be You a body image workshop for girls ages 10 to 12 in Boise at the Boise Public Library in January 2020. Great. Well, that's it for today's episode. You can also find me on Twitter at MikeyBivs and tweet about the show using hashtag five questions. If you have any particular cause or activist that you would like to hear from, let me know so that I can reach out to them and we can try to set something up. <laughs>